talk, you can count on me. And if you need to laugh, you can count on me. And if you want to chill, you can count on me. But if you need me on time, all right, everybody, welcome. Summertime, Filipino time, and the living's easy. We're back. It's been quite a break. Our last episode was way, way back, if you can remember, mm-hmm. in March, Can't. when all of this pandemic stuff was just getting started. We were just, you know, trying to get our heads wrapped around it. Um, we had talked to our cousin, and, we, and um, you know, it, it was still, you know, early in the process, but uh, a mm-hmm. lot has happened, JR. Oh, boy. Certainly. Yes. I don't think I was wearing, there were like, um, I wasn't wearing a mask when I saw JP last. Right. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, you saw JP at the beginning of March, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the mask stuff all started right at the end of March when, you know, when people were, you know, getting their temperatures checked and we were just starting to shut down. Um, and then in April, it was all about trying to preserve the healthcare system. So there was a slight advisory to not wear masks or, or to save masks. But yeah, we've come a long way. We've been doing this for three plus months, man. Oh my God. I can't believe it. We're in July and it just, it just flew by. Yeah. This is a rhyming. This is a rhyming episode. Everything's kind of rhyming. Yes. I promise. Everything oh, okay. will rhyme. Um, in yeah, time. if you listen to this episode backwards too, it's going to have like messages. So mm-hmm. we'll flip it. We'll mm-hmm. do all that. But obviously we didn't want to just, we, we don't want to just talk about, you know, our experiences because someone, something big happened this last three and a half months. Oh yeah. That I oh, think, yeah. I, I, you know, I think I'd like you to kind of talk us through. So yeah. Um, where do you want to start? Absolutely. I, uh, and if if you're if you're listening to this, you're already probably close enough to me to know what went down the last three three and a half months. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it'll be good to uh, tell the story from my perspective because I think uh, yeah. I had uh, obviously we we're all uh, affected by this, mm-hmm. but I had I kind of had the front line experience over what happened the last three months. Yeah. So if you don't know, if you somehow don't know, if you're the guy from Isle of Man listening, and you don't <laughs> talk, you're not in our group chats. What are they talking uh, about? They talking what's about? going on? Uh, I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so crazy. I've been, <laughs> I've been <laughs> listening to nothing for three months. Yeah. The, um, my both of my parents. Tested positive for the coronavirus. They both got COVID nineteen. My parents. Okay. And oh wait, I want to stop you there. Okay. Do they know at all how they got it or where they got it? No. Uh, no. And you know what? In the beginning, I, th- I like naturally, I was like, man, like, uh, where did they go? How did they get it? Did my mom? Did my dad get it first and give it to my mom, or vice versa? Mm-hmm. But then I realized, like, thinking about that stuff was not helpful at all. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, trying to find the source or the blame or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, not helpful at all. Right. So, um, but yeah. Uh, okay. So, so we don't know, but it was like sometime, it was like the last week of March, something like that? Yeah. It was very late March when things started uh, happening. And I was very, you know... You always, you never even know, you never think it's going to happen to you or your immediate family. Uh, And then it happened. And then, um, because I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that, uh, you know, I I thought initially people were like really crazy for freaking out about the virus and like, and I, I still think they're silly for buying all the toilet paper, but, (laughs) uh, just the way people were reacting, I was like, man, this is like, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I think I, maybe I, I, I didn't take it seriously until it, it hit home for me and it hit really close to home. It, it was in our home, not even close to home. It was in the home. Yeah. Uh, so it was late March and, um, I don't quite remember how I first found out something was off. Uh-huh. Um, I think I just had, I was just calling, you know, once a week I'll call my parents Yeah. and, um, 
my mom uh oh actually yeah i I was actually initially pretty uh upset because i called my i i made the phone call to my mom and uh you know i just asked how my dad was and she tells me he's having trouble breathing yeah and then i'm like uh you know that's one of the symptoms you know breathing issues uh-huh. is one of the, the obvious symptoms and then um uh yeah and I, and I was a little worried then and i forgot i don't know if it was the same day same night or the next day but i called again to check in and see how my dad was doing and then um you know my my mom told me that I had to call 911 and take my dad to the emergency room because he was uh having a really really hard time breathing mm-hmm. And uh, when I heard that, uh, I drove to the valley from Buena Park. Yeah. And I think during this time, luckily, the traffic was like gone. I think right. like, w- the only like silver lining from this three months is traffic in LA. And yeah. It's gone. Is, uh, it, it, has it started to come back at all or is it still <clears throat> gone? Mostly? Yeah, it, it did come back. A little bit, but I think now that the scare is back again, yeah, it's going down again. <laughs> right. Okay. But it is back a little bit. Yeah. So I went, and um, he goes to the emergency room, Kaiser Permanente, Panorama City, literally like three or four blocks away from my parents' house. Mm-hmm. You can walk there in five ten minutes. Um, and uh, he uh ends up staying there for uh what i think two nights they test him there and um they find out he's positive mm-hmm. so it sucks actually no Th- um, they test him but we don't know the results yet um and my mom is still fine at home obviously worried about my dad being in the emergency room and um at this point <clears throat> uh uh, so I'm the one driving also like people like picking up my dad doing all this yeah. stuff. I'm the one doing that. Um, so, so he goes to the emergency room. I drive down there from Buena Park, which is about like a 40 minute drive. And um, he goes there and then I'm trying to like map out like the events mm-hmm. after that. Um I can't remember if he goes there and then goes back home and then goes back to the hospital, mm-hmm. but that's for sure what happened to my mom. But let's just say he went there for two nights, went back, and they uh, they prescribed um, oxygen tanks for him to be at home uh, to help to help provide oxygen while he recovers at home. Um, so we got that. We got like three giant tanks that ended like this thing. Uh, that like you kind of plug into the wall and it's a, like a long 60 foot tube so he can kind of walk around the house with the, you know, oh, wow. thing in his nose. Yeah. So, so is that tube on, was that on him like all the time? <clears throat> yes. So while he's sleeping, um, so, you know, go to the living room, watch TV, yeah. go to the bathroom, that tube will stay on him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's pretty intense. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Um, and at this point, when the oxygen tanks were um, still at, uh, you know, at my parents' house for my father, my mom was still home. Yeah. And um, obviously, I, they needed to quarantine. So I would come every other day or so to drop off um, uh, groceries and mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, you know, and, and I would, I'll, I'm always nagging them. How are you? How are you feeling? And then uh, I would ask my mom that. And like... Um, she normally would answer to me, I feel weak. I'm feeling uh-huh. a little weak. And I'm like, uh, that doesn't make me feel yeah. great about anything. And I think one of the grocery drop-off um, days, um, we had like this like report from Kaiser mm-hmm. of all the different tests that they did. And I, my mom misread it and she was like, oh, I'm so relieved. Because uh, 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 I remember now, at this point, we still didn't know if my dad was positive or negative okay even though he had like shit in his nose and tanks yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but uh she, she was like oh uh you know she misread it as negative and i was like i was looking i was like ma this this doesn't say whether or not he's positive or negative this uh-huh. doesn't say anything um and then, and then obviously we found out later he was clearly positive for the virus um and uh he Okay, uh, let me rewind a little bit. Sorry if this is jumping around. Uh, no, this is good. Okay. Uh, the first time he goes, my I, my mom was feeling also feeling weak, and I I wanted to be safe, and I took her to the emergency room too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I'm in the valley, and uh, I both of my parents are in the emergency room, probably because of the virus. Uh huh. So I. You know, I didn't want to leave. I, I, and, I, yeah. and I couldn't, like, you can't go into the waiting room. You can't be by their side. Right. So um, I was just waiting in my car. And I didn't want to be in the, my parents' house too. Right. Yes, it's four blocks away, but I don't want to s- expose in myself yeah. in that house. Right. So I sat in my car for like eight hours. Jeez. Yeah. I was just sitting in my car waiting around for, for eight hours. At least, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was so sad, and I, 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 I absolutely cried in the car multiple times because yeah. I was so scared. And um, I have to give a shout out to my friends uh, Kay, Kel, and Steven. They live kind of locally. They oh. knew I was uh, uh, in pain at the time, and I was parked at uh, the corner uh, in the plaza, the uh, in the corner of Lanark and Roscoe. There's oh, like yeah. a Thai restaurant there, a little sushi place, Mexican food place that sells pupusas. That's Salvadorian, not Mexican. Uh, <laughs> and I was parked there because I had gotten some to-go to eat in my car. And then next thing I know, they pulled up next to my car. Wow. Uh, and they had like beers and shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, we, we, we distantly uh, yeah. t- took uh, Hennessy shots and drank some beers while I was waiting for my parents. Wow, and, that's amazing. Yeah, it was Friends. awesome. Yeah. So. That was like that was like the first social distance party mm-hmm. right there. It really was. I think eventually we moved, we migrated to my parents' front yard. Okay. So we were kind of just drinking in the front yard while I was waiting for my parents. Yeah. And so is this like like at night? Is this during the daytime? Yeah, they, yeah this is like they, they met me in the evening. The sun was still up. Oh, wow. And then we went all the way deep into the night. And then... um I finally got a call from Kaiser that night. Uh, they told me my dad has to stay over and they, they probably would let my mom go like at 11 PM or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I was actually pretty upset because they said they kept giving me the wrong times. So eventually they're like, Oh, your mom should stay overnight. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go home and sleep. And come back tomorrow morning, but that that night um, when I got home, which was late, Kaiser calls me at two a.m. and they put my mom on the phone. And my mom begs me, "Hey, I don't want to be here. Please, please get me out of the hospital." And I was obviously I was kind of mad. I was yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm in Buena Park, but what can I do? My mom's begging me on the phone. Yeah. Please yeah. take me home. And I, you know, I, I felt so bad. <laughs> So I drove back at after two a.m. Wow! To pick her from Kaiser, drop her off four blocks to her yeah. home, and then go back home. Wow! 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 So crazy night. Wild so that night. was so that's now it's clear in my head what happened at that first okay. night. And 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 w- w- when you're doing all this driving at this time, you know it's either late March or it's maybe early April. I'm not sure. Are you like late are March. you wearing? Are you wearing a mask? Are you like, yes. like what precautions are you taking at this point? Yes. Yeah, so I have, um, anytime I'm around my parents, I have gloves on hmm. and I, um, I, I actually have a box of like legit N95 masks okay. Yeah. with the, it kind of looks like Bane, you know what I mean? Right. It has that filter right in the front. Uh, and that, who may, who's like, is it, um, G not G not G E, uh, um, M three M three M. Yeah, so it was a three M and ninety five mask. I was gonna say M three. Yeah, 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 BMW M three. Yeah, and ninety five mask. <laughs> no, you know M three. Yeah, 
And then um, I had the gloves on. And uh, um, I remember like even before taking my gloves off after I see my parents, I would sanitize my hands with the gloves on. Oh, okay. I would sanitize right. that because I'm scared that if I accidentally touch yeah. my wrist or Something. when I'm taking off my mask, I don't want to like, because yeah. my hand gets close to my face. You know, I don't want like, it's like you got to think about like the kind of like the indirect right. stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, gloves and, uh, and uh, M3 and 95. And uh, that's, that's what I had going for okay. me. But even then it was pretty scary. Cause I, you know, I, I had my mom in my car with me. Yeah. Uh, and so, so I go back yeah. 2am. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you, you have to put yourself there in late March. It was still really unknown what was going to happen, you know? And even, you know, now it's, you know, there's still a lot that's unknown, but just, you know, then it, it seemed like, okay, you, you, you were either going to have no symptoms or this thing was going to get you. It was, it was like, you know, at that time really scary. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I was, you know, I, I was kind of stuck in it because I'm the only, I was really the only one who can transport them around right. and be there. Um, so my, I take my mom home at like 2 a.m. And um, uh, my, my dad actually was there for a few days now that I'm remembering. And my mom was at home, obviously worried about my dad. And, um, and my mom's still saying, oh, I feel weak. I feel weak. Um, but no like coughing or any like symptoms like that for my mom, mm -hmm. just weakness. Um, and then a few days later, they finally discharged my father. Uh, and then that's when they prescribed the oxygen tanks and all that stuff. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's clear in my head now. Okay. Uh, Cause I remember my mom being home when they delivered the oxygen tanks. Yeah. And I, I remember at that point, that period of you trying to get the tanks was a frustrating series, you know, point of time, like just being on the phone, trying to get, you know. Yes. Yes. Because the, um, at that point, the cases were rising and rising and, and actually having a tank at home was a, a real privilege. And yeah, because a lot of some of the tanks are sold out. Some people can't get it. Um, so having to coordinate uh, with the company mm -hmm. of when they're going to deliver it, I need. I had frustrations with that um, because my mom is not strong. My, neither my mom or dad were strong enough to carry those tanks into the house. Yeah. The, the people would not go in the house. I had to carry those big ass tanks in the house. Wow. Um, but eventually we got that happening. And my dad is very weak, way yeah. super thin. You can just see it in his face and arms how frail he's gotten because of the lack of diet, being sick, the mm -hmm. just the lung problems he was having. Uh, he clearly looked very sickly and very, very weak. Wow. And um, my mom was getting weaker and weaker every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, I was, there was one day, uh, one Sunday morning, uh, April 6th. I will remember. Now. I think it was, uh, let, me, let, me, let me see. It was April 6th of Sunday. Let me just, uh, triple okay. check. Here we go. Here we go. Put money on it, guys. April 6th. I think it was a Monday. Well, let's go see. <sighs> Steve is correct. That was a Monday. April 5th. Steve, how do you know that? Uh, well, you know, uh, I, I figured you were wrong. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm, that's a good, that's always a good bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Sunday, April 5th, I go there in the morning to drop off some food and um, really scary sight. Mm -hmm. I go there, got my stuff on, I got all my protection on, and my mom is laying flat on her stomach, face down, halfway into the bathroom. Uh, just look, just like, just looking basically like a dead body, just, just laying there. Uh-huh. Oh my God. So, you know, I dropped the groceries. I run over to her. I see my dad looking defeated right. uh, on the bed because he knows physically yeah. he can't lift her up and he can't, right. he, he couldn't. Right. And it was one, it's like, it, it's like, uh, one of the most heartbreaking sights I've ever seen is yeah. both my parents so weak. My mom yeah. laying there face down 
because uh, I found out she was trying to drag herself to the bathroom to use the restroom. Right. Um, and she couldn't. She wanted to use the restroom. Her legs were not working anymore. Yeah. She couldn't get herself up to use the restroom. Um, and my dad couldn't help her. So um, first thing I did was lift my mom up. Um, uh, obviously very carefully. Yeah. I knew she needed to use the bathroom. So I, I helped her onto the toilet, mm. onto the bathroom to let her do her thing. And, um, she was so weak. She, she, yeah. when she was done, she was a barely able to, she actually was not able to, she was not able to get herself up from the toilet. Mm -hmm. So I had to go back into the bathroom and help her, mm -hmm. uh, up. Yeah. And I, I basically carried her into the living room so she can sit on the couch. Right. And, um, uh, I, I was trying to communicate with my mom, mom, what are you feeling right now? What, what's going on? And you know, there were times where it just didn't seem like she, um, knew that I was even talking to her. That's how weak yeah. she was. It, like she would like look off into the space and like right. barely like have an answer like uh -huh. to me. Yeah. And my dad was just super weak, super defeated, didn't know what to do. And you know, a lot of their strength comes from being together. Mm -hmm. And so my dad really didn't want her to leave either. He, yeah. th he really thought the safest place for her was to be with him. Right. And I, and I, and I had to really, uh, really like, I, I think I almost shouted at my dad and I let him know, like, yeah. no, I, I, I got to take her back to Kaiser right now. She needs yeah. to go to the emergency room right now. Yeah. Um, because you are too weak to take care of her. She can't use the bathroom. She has to go. We uh -huh. have to get her into medical care right now. Mm -hmm. So I finally convince him and I, I take my mom and I carry her into my car. Yeah. And I'm freaking out because damn it. I know my, at this point I know my dad's positive. Um, yeah. and my mom has to have it. There's yeah. no way she's never experienced this in her life. And I'm, mm. I'm, I'm like freaking carrying her yeah. on my like shoulder or whatever. Right. That's how close I am. Yeah. So, but I have no choice. This is what I have to do. Yeah. So, um, I take her to, uh, Kaiser. Um, and that's another day basically I spent, uh, in my car. Yeah. Uh, cause that's I didn't wild. Know. So, yeah. you, so you basically, you get them into, you get her into the emergency room and then they take her from there. Correct. Yes. Wow. So they take her from there. And um, from that date, April 5th, uh, and you know, I'll, I'll elaborate on experience in between, but from April 5th, she did not go home till July 3rd. Okay. Yeah. So three months, mm -hmm. um, three months being in a medical care and almost all of that time she was on a ventilator okay so you know i would say april uh april may were probably the two hardest months of my life i've never felt so much uh worry um sadness uh you know not knowing what's going to happen every like waking moment you know, when I wake up, go to sleep, I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to my mom. And um, thank God my dad started really recovering like a couple of weeks after my mom had to go back the right. second time. Right. Um, and he recovered fast. He, he, he ended up returning the oxygen tank just a few weeks after that, like about three weeks after that. Wow. He stopped using it. And um, he was back to like gardening and mm -hmm. shit like that. Uh, but uh, this is the first time for my dad to be apart from my mom for so long. So he, yeah, I've never seen my dad so sad. Yeah. It really broke my heart. Um, so she was, uh, yeah. And so for that, for that month of April, it just like every time I got a call from the doctor, um, this things just kept getting worse and worse. Um, uh, and there was a real fear amongst the family that we were going to lose my mom. There was a real fear for that. 
Um, and the reason being is because well, my mom's diabetic. She came in there. Mm-hmm. She's already diabetic. She has high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had some, you know, and she's 73 years old. Mm-hmm. Her immune system was just fucked. Like the virus really fucked her. Yeah. And uh, uh, during, while the virus was really rampant in her body, uh, uh, the, one of her lungs collapsed mm-hmm. uh, uh, while she was there. And, we, and that was really, really scary. So yeah. she obviously had a collapsed lung. Uh, she she had contracted pneumonia. Um, it was looking really bleak. Yeah. So she, so she got pneumonia while she was in the hospital? Correct. Yeah. Wow. So while she was in the hospital, she also uh, got pneumonia. Yeah. Um, and, and, and when you're on the ventilator for those, God, it was like so many weeks. Um you know, she's, they largely keep you sedated, right? To, to make, uh, because it's really uh, uncomfortable and obtrusive to have that thing in right. your mouth. Yeah, correct? The, the, yeah. The first, uh, probably April, you know, um, my mom was just, yeah, sedated most of the time. Uh, yeah. There was no uh, alertness yeah. at all. So it was really, really scary. Yeah. And, um, that was a really scary time. Um, uh, like at any point, did you start to feel s- worried that you were going to get sick or did you have any like, Oh, you know, like any of those kinds of feelings, you know, that creep up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I, I knew I had to get tested shortly after all this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I was feeling anything, but just right. because I was so exposed to my parents. Right. Uh, so I did, I, I scheduled a free test in LA a drive-through test where you don't go out of the car. It oh, wasn't cool. the nose swab; it was the mouth swab test. Okay. It was really easy. You get you cough really hard. Okay. Does you to cough really? There's a YouTube video. Oh. They give you a URL as you're driving up, and say, watch this YouTube video, and it'll show you exactly how to do everything. Oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's it's really nice, and then you 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 cough twice really hard to get yeah, like hopefully get whatever is in your mm-hmm. the virus, and then you you take like a cotton swab and you swab the back of your mouth and back of your tongue and put it yeah. in a vial, uh-huh. put it in like another thing and then put it in another Ziploc uh-huh. and you throw it in a thing and give you your results later. Okay. Like, um, how long did you have to wait for the results? 10 days, 10 days, 10 Dang. days. Yeah, yeah, man. And is that the only time that you've gotten a test? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want to do it again just to do it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I've our, never gotten a test. I, I we got that we got an antibody test sometime in April. You know, we were just you know like I think a lot of people who got sick like in January and February we were all kind of wondering. Wait, did I already have it? Mm-hmm. Was that it? And so we. What was the result? It was just a blood test. We didn't have it. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or I think they test for two different anti- antibodies, and we didn't have either so um, does that mean you're negative too does that also mean you're negative currently no or how does that no, work no it, it it just tests i think the way I, I, you know to kind of dumb it down i think it's like if you get the virus you, your different immune systems kick in and they produce different you know i think it's just like protein chains and huh. then and then these tests can can detect them um but uh yeah we don't have them okay that's okay. good but yeah i think but i think yeah, we should all device. get tested at some point that would be that'd be a lot of fun yeah i, I know wanna, your mom your mom recently did yeah um your sister reached out to me to get like the links to get it scheduled oh, cool. good um but yeah carlo and i both um uh got tested Okay. And like, yeah. and like, even like the little things, you kind of freak out, you know, you know, it's like, yeah. you ever like just feel like a hiccup or like a, like your heartburn or something yeah. and you think it's COVID? No. <laughs> like, like, like I, I'm really sensitive to food. So it's like, I'll eat, you know, I'll, or I'll maybe have like a beer or like two beers the night before. And then the next day start to f- start to feel the, the aches or the something <laughs> or like, like, um, 
I was lifting some boxes and I was just like in like a dusty area of the garage yesterday. And then by the evening I started to get the aches and it's just like, anytime you get any little thing, you're just like, is this it? Is yeah. This yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> what I do, I just try to eat things and it's like, okay, I can still taste this. Cause like supposedly like, like you lose your, like your sense of smell and taste. I, I don't know. that too. Yeah. So, so we freaked yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. Carlo was like, he had a little bit of freak. So he, his testing was weird too. He had to go twice because, uh, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> Cause the thing is, is if you're negative, they email you. If you're positive, they'll call you. Oh, but, um, Carlos took a while. He went, his, his took a long ass time. And then he got an email saying positive and, <laughs> and Carlos was like, this doesn't make any sense. What's, what's going on uh-huh. here? And then the the lady on the phone was like, "Oh wait, no, that's not right. I'm showing you're negative." And, oh my and then God. like, isn't that so bad? Like, in like, can <laughs> that's, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, talk about know, mix I, mixed signals. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so he was like, "Dude, fuck that. I'm gonna go again." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. but that's annoying because he has to go out of his way to. Schedule right. the testing. So, go again. so, do you know anyone who's gotten the nose brain swab? No, I, yeah. I don't know anyone who's done that. All right, do you? No, but I feel like I got. I feel like I got to do it. Like, like, oh like, man, I got to be the one that it just, goes up far. I think it goes it go, up pretty far. I heard it's ter- yeah. I heard it's very uncomfortable. But yeah. I don't know why it exists when they know you can just do this. <laughs> Why does that exist? <laughs> it's, just, well, it's the kind of thing that our family would like. It's the kind of thing that Jonathan would do. I'm, I'm doing the yeah. nose one. Yeah, I'm going to do the nose one. Yeah. 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 Joseph would do like the dick hole one. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, he's, he's nasty. All he's right. He's nasty. Yeah. All right. So let's get back. So, mm. so, we're, so we're now, say, say we're now in May. At some point, your mom, you know, obviously it, it was really bleak and scary for a while. And at this point, we start to see some, you know, the family really rallying. I think, you know, obviously oh, yeah. you're like, you're superly active and helping. Um, I think is one of the twins around and helping at this point? Like, wasn't, wasn't somebody also helping with like dropping off groceries and that kind of stuff? Well, uh, no, uh, physically, no. Okay. Uh, one time I, I had asked JP to drop off because um, my dad would now, my dad at this point's alone and yeah. uh, I didn't want to leave the house. I, I had asked JP to drop off some in and out for my dad, which is nice. Thank you, JP. Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, but uh, a Bing, my mom's twin sister, mm-hmm. uh, she, she would mail uh, late when my mom. Uh, started getting better she would start mailing stuff mm-hmm. uh, but she mailed a lot of supplies for my dad like gloves and stuff that's yeah. nice but uh, yeah, the, the grocery thing uh it was just me yeah, uh, just you yeah yeah just and then um, at the, and i think at this point you know i think my mom was helping with, with at least some of the like the like the phone calls with kaiser and trying yeah. to get things sorted out yeah so your mom was a really great help throughout these last few months especially the last month um but um she was really great at kind of one calming my dad down uh Hmm. because my dad would he 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 watches the news he'd hear things from the doctors and my uh your mom would uh clarify a lot of this stuff clarify Hmm. okay this is why they're this is why the nurses were doing this this is the standard procedure for this you know she'd really like yeah help like clear out exactly what was happening during right. the different phases that my mom had to experience. That's great. Um, That's great. But, um, but yeah, I, you know, she was, she like, we we're talking about, she was sedated like the first month and then, um, uh, I, one, one of the big jumps in her recovery, um, was, because when you when you're initially on a ventilator, there's a tube just going straight into your mouth down mm-hmm. your throat, mm-hmm. and it's very very uncomfortable. You can't close your mouth. You can't eat. You can't do anything like that. Terrible. Yeah. So the the biggest um, 
the biggest jump was uh, approving a tracheostomy for my mom, mm -hmm. which would uh, cut a hole in her throat, which would allow uh, access for, for a tube, the air tube to go through there and into her lungs mm -hmm. instead of going through her mouth, which is right. very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, that was really big uh, because when, when they did that, um, I think at that point, my mom was strong enough at some times to be able to FaceTime uh, us and my father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was that was a big that was a big jump. Wow. Um, so, uh, and this was sometime now in May. This is now in May, right? Okay. So this is they did the tracheostomy in May, and you know, obviously, you're asking the doctors what. So now what? Now what? When does she go home? Um, so what they do is something called weaning. You wean W E A N, mm -hmm. um, off a ventilator where, um, basically they just turn off the ventilator and see how you breathe and how long you can breathe comfortably on your own. Um, and, um, that's when we started seeing small wins day by day, week by week. Hey, your mom, your mom was able to breathe for two hours today. You know, she was yeah. able to go three hours today on mm -hmm. her weaning test. Right. Um, and um, uh, eventually once, you know, there's shit, so many things wrong. You know, there was like, uh, I forgot what it was, but there was like bacteria in her blood uh, that had developed um, all kinds of crap um, uh, on top of her breathing problems. Yeah. So when the pneumonia was kind of gone and there was no bacteria in her blood, um, they at the end of May, they were able to transport her to a subacute facility. Mm -hmm. So subacute is basically lower level of kind of urgency. So you have the emergency room, you have the oh. urgent care. <clears throat> and then if you're out of the urgent care, you can go into a separate facility, which was Beachwood Post-Acute in Santa Monica. So they moved her all the way there. And that was a big deal because now we're past the point of, oh my gosh, she might not make it. Right. Now it's, oh my gosh, she's, she's out of the hospital yeah, and she's recovering. And, you know, at this point, you know, I don't have to tell you like how many, you know, people have been passing away from the virus. Yeah. Especially elderly people. Now she's now, oh my gosh, she's on this kind of road to recovery. So that was uh, end of May, early June. Um, and um, initially, it was very different because we would have a doctor call every day when she was at Kaiser. Mm -hmm. When you're at a subacute facility, there's not really a doctor there. It's just a bunch of like different types of therapists and nurses helping you depending on what you need. Um, so um we were really initially uneasy about the place because we didn't know what kind of care she was going to get yeah um but oh my gosh they they were they were so good um but uh, uh at this point it was really good because my mom had the just the tube in her throat and also the feeding tube going through into her stomach through mm -hmm. her belly yeah um but you know, it right. was, and, 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 and so, at, and so with those tubes, like you're usually eating something like, uh, like Ensure or like, you know, some, it's like a yeah. sort of food. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, and the goal being there was one, continue to wean her off the ventilator, take her off the ventilator, start doing physical therapy for her to see how many steps she can start taking because she couldn't walk before and she's been bedridden for months. Um, and also getting her to start chewing food and, you know, yeah. get it, basically actually feeding her through her mouth instead of through a tube. And stuff. Right. Um, but, um, oh, and you know, re rewind a little bit before they can release her from the urgent care. Um, my mom had to test negative, uh, I think two or three times in a row. Wow. Multiple negative tests for you to leave. And she did, she did it. She wow. was able to, the virus was out of her body. She tested negative multiple times. And that's when we were finally like, Oh my gosh, yeah. holy crap. She freaking, she, she did it. it. 
and and Steve, you know, you were there too. Uh, you were there because I would update you guys all like every weekend. Like I think every mm-hmm. Saturday, I would send a text out to like the whole family. And mm-hmm. there's never been a group chat created like that with all like the uncles. Yeah, uh, I'm sure so many people have unsaved numbers in their in that group <laughs> chat. Uh, uh, Samantha was in that uh, group chat. Uh, you know, Manuel, Joseph, Jonathan, you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I was keeping everybody in the know. And, um, so this kind of story I've told you guys experienced it too, because, uh, some of the texts I sent were pretty bleak and pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, and you know, in all the prayers and, and, and positive, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember in early April, mid April, it was, it was kind of, it was hard to stay positive. It was, you know, like you almost wanted to, you know, and rightfully so feel sad and feel down and feel just like, oh my God. Um, and for it to have come around to where she's now home is just, it's mind boggling. Uh, it's, I, I still can't believe it. I think it's a true miracle. I just can't, whatever the gods were. I don't care what God it is, who you believe in, yeah. it worked. It worked. Whoever you prayed to, if you didn't pray at all, that worked too. That like, worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and of course, I mean, big, big um, thanks to you. Obviously, you, you did a lot of the heavy lifting and um, the driving and the hours and the phone calls. The phone calls are, you know, by itself, you know, are, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work. And then, you know, also your, your dad, once he recovered, it seemed like your dad was, he's, you know, it's it, from the way my mom tells the story and the way that, that you tell the story, it's like, it's like truly like a romantic, like the notebook style tale mm-hmm. of just how much he loves your mom oh, and yeah. was like yeah. really fighting for her and was really like, you know, just like holding the line that was like, she's going to make it. We are going to do everything. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh yeah. It's so inspiring. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And so is she, um, able to eat where she at now? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 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 July 3rd, when she got discharged out of uh, subacute, uh, which we are going to, it's a holiday. We're going to, mm. we're going to celebrate seven, three as a holiday. Seven, three. She's, seven, she's 73 years old too. Mm. Um, uh, we bought hell of Filipino food. <laughs> Most, mostly soft stuff because sure. she can't be eating Filipino, like Jolly Bee or anything like that. <laughs> but, uh, but my dad, my favorite dish, my, my dad makes is arroz caldo. Okay. You know what that is, Steve? It's like a, it's a, like, like a stew. Yeah, it's like a rice, like a porridge. It's uh, the the main, the big ingredient is uh, is ginger and garlic. G- mm-hmm. Mostly, the ginger is really what adds the flavor to it. Yeah. And usually, chicken is in there. That's okay. my favorite dish that my dad makes. Um, but that was the first thing she ate when she got home. She hella ate. We gave her a bowl of that, and she wow. like just des- like destroyed it. Oh. It was it was awesome seeing her doing that because like her arms and hands were mobile. She could yeah. hold a spoon, feed herself. Actually, before that, she. We she used her, she has a walker, the the mm-hmm. the, the insurance company they freaking provided everything yeah, wheelchair walker. There's a there's a hospital bed in our house that lifts her with like oh. there's the remote thing that like kind of right. like does yeah. that. Um, so she went straight to the bathroom and brushed her own teeth. Wow, I'm sure she was itching for that. Yeah, uh, well she only had two teeth at the time. She. Had <laughs> Yeah, uh, she brushed her gums and her two teeth, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, she feeling. ate uh, Otto's Caldo. And um, man, I, I've never seen my I, I, I sent you that amazing mm-hmm. picture of my dad kissing my mom on the cheek. Yeah, uh, I've never seen him, I don't think I've ever seen him kiss her. Um, but it's it's really, really, I've been uh, if 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 that's what if if, if I were to describe what true love looks like, it's mm-hmm. the love my dad had for my mom. I really, really saw it in the last. I've never seen that before, uh, but uh, yeah. Well, what I saw from my dad and how he had to recover and basically fight for my mom was just amazing, man. Oh, 
That's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it, it you know, I, I, re, I remember, God, you know, we, we went up to Reno last August for their, for their birthday, for your mom's birthday. We did. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. uh, and I remember we talked to her about meeting Dong and like, mm-hmm. and just like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, she told us that story and just like, it's, it's just cool to see how it just like, it just, it, you know, it just starts from there, just starts from meeting and here they are now. And just like, God, the love is so deep. It's incredible. Yeah. It's really amazing. And I got, I really don't want her to, but they're still adamant about going to Reno on, on her birthday in August 27th. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's so, like, so yeah. that's still about seven weeks away. Yeah. So, so yeah. Is she, how mobile is your mom now? Uh, you know, she, she still can't like, like right now, like we'll have to, she, I don't think she can stand like like go from right. sitting to standing on her own. Yeah. Uh, she can't get out of the bed on her own yet. Mm-hmm. But once she, once you kind of like help her get onto the walker, mm-hmm. she can take slow steps on a walker on her. Right. Own. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But you know, I think my dad still assists her to wash her mm-hmm. and stuff. But I, I, who knows what she'll be because we have a nurse coming to the house every other day to help mm-hmm. with the physical therapy yeah. and, her, and her recovery as. A, yeah. While she's home. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 it'll be hard. I don't think, I don't think I can convince my parents to not go. They're on cloud right. nine right now. Yeah. But, uh, I just don't, I just want them to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Have you heard stories of people getting it, recovering and then getting it again? Uh, uh, what's the deal like, with that? I, I don't, I, not, not firsthand. I've heard people say things like that, but I haven't necessarily seen, seen any stats or the articles about that. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering, is there a way that we can bring Reno to her? Like, you know, cause, yeah. cause, cause we know that the cousins are learning how to play poker right now. They're getting really good. Like, can we get <laughs> yeah. everyone down to Panorama City <laughs> and like, and like set up a mini Reno, like, like in your old room? Maybe. I would love that, but I think uh, I think all of us are trying to are playing it safe right now. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to play it safe. You got to play it. Yeah, play it space, space, space. You got to play it space. The ace of spades. Mm-hmm. Um, ace of spades. So, does she still have the the trach in her neck? Gone. The two. There's nothing in her anymore. Wow. So everything's gone. Two everything the side gone. gone. It, yeah, two going through the stomach gone. Uh, the trach gone. All that right. stuff gone. Yeah. Right. So she's got a she's got a a, a bed, she's got a walker. She, well, uh, she just she has an oxygen tank too, just in okay. case. Okay. She's not using it though. Backup. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. Great. So there's an oxygen tank in there if she needs it. Um, uh, wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit, dude. And she's got crazy. she's got her life. She's man, um, unbelievable. Well. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to just think, is there any other just like ancillary questions regarding this whole endeavor? But I think we, we pretty thoroughly covered it. Um, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe that you, you had to go through that. Your family went through that. Our family went through that. And, yeah. and, it, and we weren't one of those numbers. Like, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. Like it's, uh, it speaks to speaks to their strengths, and it also speaks to the care that they got. Like it was really great that your dad got that tank or those three tanks early. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was really we also very thankful. Yes, they were very strong, but also yeah, the tanks. Uh, you know, there's stories of people not not getting a ventilator. Mm-hmm. That the ventilators were yeah uh scarce it was critical it was critical for your mom for she she got one and she had it for six weeks something like that six seven weeks straight maybe Mm. even longer i'd say 10 weeks oh and 10 weeks because her ventilator didn't come off until like maybe like two weeks ago oh right right yeah 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 Yeah. And, and then her the thing in her stomach didn't come out uh until last thursday mm. so 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, it is really, it's really scary. I mean, like, and like people, like people at Kaiser, the palliative care unit, I didn't even know that was a word. I didn't know that was a unit. I didn't know who the hell they were. Palliative care, I guess. Palliative. Okay. Palliative. That's the unit of, of hospitals that basically kind of are your psychiatrists. They're your, they're Mm. the people who help guide you and help make the best decisions for your family when someone is almost at that point. Right. It's the palliative care unit. Uh-huh. They, they call you every day. You have meetings with all the main people in the family. Hey, this is what's going on with your mom right now. We want to make sure all your options are very clear and you know what to do in case yeah. something happens. Okay. That's the palliative care unit. And they okay. said, if your mom were to make it, even if she gets the tracheostomy through that, I mean, you're probably looking, she probably won't, you know, recover or whatever until like the end, maybe the end of the year, maybe 2021. That's mm-hmm. how long. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's, she seemed to have just like exponentially got better uh, after the tracheostomy. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> okay. <sighs> oh, I know. All right. Everybody, everybody can. Take a deep breath. We can take a deep breath. Breathe easy. Yeah. I. Now they just have to not get sick again. Steve, keep your scent for your family safe. Yeah, I know. So, you know, there's this whole thing of, uh, you know, so if you haven't gotten it, and you don't know anyone who's who's gotten it, it's really easy to think. Uh, it's fine. I can go out. You know, it's Mm. really easy to like. You know, the idea of, of risk appetite is something that I've seen in a couple articles, you know, like where, like where you are, you know, like some people have a very low risk appetite, meaning, hey, I'm not risking it. I'm staying home. And others mm-hmm. are like, you know what? No, I still want to go out a little bit. Now, you know, sure. not, go to, not go to a concert or not go to a, you know, to a, a packed beach or, or, you know, spring break or something like that. But like, you know, but go sit in an airplane and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just like, we all have to kind of figure it out, like um, where yeah. we sit. And I think, you know, we still have to be fairly conservative, I think is, yeah. is what we're learning. <clears throat> yeah. And I, and like, uh, shit, I don't even know when this is, I don't even know when I'll, I'll ever feel comfortable again, hanging out with people without a mask. I just don't, or going yeah. out in public with that one. This mm-hmm. is definitely some weird. This is a wild ass fucking year, huh? Yeah, twenty twenty, man. Golly, and it's only and like it's only gonna it has the potential to get weirder. You know, we have you know, uh, Kanye's running for president now. Yeah, uh, yeah. We still have we still have all the election drama that's gonna be super weird. That's gonna be super weird. Uh, you know the. Oh, and like May was fucking insane too because, uh, you know, the United States is on fire, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, with, and um, yeah, with, um, with, with racial tension and with yeah. um, racial injustice. Yeah. And, and May, May was rough. Yeah. And there's a good chance that, uh, you know, we're now entering fire season out here in California. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we're not, you know, you're never out of the woods anymore. That's just, mm-hmm. this is the mm-hmm. way it's going. What's, uh, what are you thinking for, for this upcoming year? Just hunkering down and hunkering, hunkering down, dude. I've, I've, I like, I like being at home a lot. I just mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. 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 I, I got a lot of good home hobbies. So it's like, yeah, it's nice. And me and Carlo are like, you know, we're good. We're good buddies at home. So. Yeah. Are you starting to play? Like, nice. do you guys play like like video games and the whole deal? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We're really into Lego building and collecting right now. That's right. Your yeah. Your Legos yeah. are good. Are you yeah. guys gonna start any like side Instagram like hobbies and start like? Putting, well, like- maybe not me, but Carl already has two side Instagrams. You know of them? Yeah. One records where he posts one once a day. He posts uh, one of his records from his collection and plays a sample from one mm-hmm. of the, the vinyls love it. and um uh what the fuck is the other one i forgot what the other one was i think it's about his books his books mm-hmm. oh good yeah but um 
but yeah, we, we like being home. Yeah, I know. We can we can go this whole year, no problem. I'm thinking like I've been playing a lot of, I've been learning on through YouTube a lot of guitar solos, like oh, awesome. like yeah. like guitar solos from like bands from like Metallica and Megadeth, like from like my my youth that like I could never play when I was 12, like I wasn't good enough, sure. and I can I can only like play like parts of them now. I think it's like so. And so I'm playing with the idea, like, would it would it would it be funny to start an Instagram feed that's like mediocre guitar solos? Yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be I awesome. Can't tell, I can't tell if it's like a, an idea that just makes me laugh and like no one else would think is funny, or if it's actually it would be funny to see me attempt these solos and to kind of like chowder whole ch- like whole chunks. Yeah, of yeah, them. yeah. I think that'd be cool. Uh, we, we, okay. you could call it you could call it like Steve Steve learns solos or something yeah. like that. Steve's yeah Steve solos, and like yeah. you can post your 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 thing, and then you can have like a later post where you show your old post and then how you've improved. <laughs> oh, maybe cool. that would yeah. Do you okay. still have a um? You have an electric guitar? I do. I do. Dude, Steve, yeah. p- please make that Instagram. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Steve solos. Steve solos. <laughs> yeah. Steve's mediocre solos. All right, well, oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Um, well, a quick loose thread just to wrap up the episode. Oh yeah. So, and I mean, it's kind of a a big one. So, way back in episode seventeen, which was the end of twenty nineteen, we did sort of a wrap up episode with Jonathan and Malika, and we were just mm-hmm. you know talking about twenty nineteen about we're man, we had no idea how good we had it. <laughs> No, we um, had no clue. And um, in the at the end of that of that episode, um, we got into a topic about. Well, we were reminiscing about how you, you and Jonathan, as kids, you know, when you were real young, you, you guys were really close, and you you used to describe um, a person's face. You you would give them a, a list of attributes, and then Jonathan would draw the face, and this led to some of our favorite. Characters. One was named Blacuchalo. One was named Gorbaclia, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so to end to end that episode seventeen, you described a, a face, and Jonathan was going to draw it. Well, here we are. It's it's about six months <laughs> later. I think I think Jonathan got busy. I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's busy. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's a busy dude. Yeah. He's a busy guy. He's, he's busy always. Guy. He never makes time for anyone. Yeah. No. No. Uh, but so I decided, uh, you know, and obviously I'm, I'm, I'm not the caliber of, of illustrator that you or, or, um, Jonathan is, but I've gotten back in, t- into drawing. It's a lot of fun. I do it with the girls cause the girls like to draw as well. So I, I drew this face and I posted it. It's on the Instagram. If you want to go at, at Filipino time pod, you can see the face that I drew. And Jr, you so you named it. What did you name this guy? Um, so this, and you had actually asked me to name him, uh, and I I looked at it, and I and I didn't want to force it, and I I, I slept on it, Steve. I really had, I slept on it, Ooh, and, smart. Uh, and I texted you at ten ten oh four a.m. this morning. I didn't even say hi. I heard good morning. <laughs> I. <laughs> I just texted you and I told you that um, the newest addition to our creations is uh, Gorklabio. 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 G O R K L A B I O. Gorklabio. Gorklabio. So you you, you, <laughs> you you could go and and say hi to him on Instagram. Yeah. Um. And you know, wow. obviously, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and 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 on Instagram, you know. In the comments, it, it lists all the different attributes that I we had to give him, um, him or her. We don't know, um, but I kind of want to challenge people to like make their own Gork Labios because I feel like yeah. like I would love to see what K like Kan draws. Yeah, Kan yeah. and Ellen Eleanor are both really great. Yeah, I bet they could do a really great Gork Labio as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I think I'll I'll try to find some time this week to do my own Gorklabio. Yes, please. Uh, uh, I'll do one, and um, uh, that'd be great if Judge can do one. Ooh, we gotta get Judge on it. Okay, uh, cool. God, 
Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text them the uh, attributes. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, all right. I guess that's it. Any, any, anything else before we, we, we get out of here? Um, no. All our listeners, be safe. Wear a mask. Okay. Don't just do it for yourself. Do it for everybody else. If you have someone that's suffering with anything, whether or not it's a virus, don't give up. Keep fighting. Do everything you can for them. Get your family involved. It helps. Don't just keep it to yourself. Talk to your family. Keep them in the know. Get as much support as you can from everyone around you. It helps. That's beautiful. Okay. And with that, we say bye-bye. I don't give it a try. About this locus motherfucker, do you wanna die? I've got homies and essays, and these are my bros. Are you talking a bunch of shit about Rico Tacos?